Welcome to Breaking Writer's Block with Rachel Bateman. On Sunday afternoons, we really like to watch family movies together. And this last Sunday, my six-year-old picked the Goosebumps movie from 2015. Jack Black plays R.L. Stein in that movie, and he says something about stories that I absolutely love. What he says is that every story can be broken down into three parts, the beginning, the middle, and the twist. I just love this because as a longtime reader, writer, watcher, and coach of mystery, thriller, horror, suspense, I love a good twist in a story. But I also have been burned by twists a lot. And because of that, I've come up with two very simple but very powerful tips to help you write the most effective twists you can in your stories. The first one is to not plan your entire book around the big twist. We have become so accustomed to huge shocking twists, especially in thrillers, that we've come to expect them. And what I've started to notice is that a lot of books now seem to be written specifically for the twist. But what happens when you do that is that the twist falls flat because it doesn't have the strength of the rest of the book to hold it up. Back in 2012, The Fault in Our Stars came out, and I recognize that this is neither a thriller nor a book with any major, major twists. I suppose there is one surprising twist, but that's beside the point. The point of this is it had a very firm on sale date. It was embargoed. And somewhere along the line, someone screwed up and a bunch of copies got sent out early to readers. And so readers were starting to get them toward the end of 2011. I could be wrong on these dates. I'm going off my memory here. But the point is readers got them early. And when this happened, John Green got online and he said, hey, if you're getting the book early, I'd appreciate if you didn't read it when you got it and you waited till everyone else had a chance to read it. But I understand if you're really eager and you just want to read this. So then I'm asking you that if you read this, please don't talk about it online. Please don't share anything. Let the readers who are still waiting for their copies have a chance to not be spoiled. But then he said the best thing of all, and it's something I wholeheartedly agree with. He said, I firmly believe that if a book is written well, it doesn't matter if someone knows how it ends before they start reading it, because they'll still have an enjoyable read along the way. Unfortunately, when you plan your entire book around the big twist, more often than not, if that twist is spoiled for the reader, the rest of the book loses its enjoyment. But if you focus on writing a super solid, amazing book that just happens to have a big twist in it, you're more likely to write something that is going to be robust enough and is going to be exciting enough and is going to be deep enough for your reader to fall in love with it and want to keep turning the pages, even if they know what's coming. So it's really just a mindset thing here around the twist. Write a big twist, have so much fun with it but focus on writing an amazing story that happens to have a twist, not writing a story for a twist. And the second tip is kind of similar in that it is a mindset thing, but this is the mindset of your reader. 
what you want them to think. Because when you are keeping this in mind, it'll help you with how you lay out your twists and your clues. And that is this. When your reader gets to the big twist moment, you want them to think, oh, yeah, I should have seen that. You do not want them to think, I never would have seen that. Because if they never would have seen that, that means that they are unable to look back and find any clues you've put in the book. They are unable to see any foreshadowing in retrospect. A good effective twist isn't something that comes so far out of left field that it's impossible to trace back throughout the book. But when you write something that the reader thinks, oh, duh, how did I not see that? I should have seen that. The clues are there, but they are so cleverly hidden that I just completely missed it. That's what you're going for with a shocking twist. It's great to want to surprise your readers and want to totally shock them, but you need to play fair with them. So there needs to be little hints and clues throughout the book so they can see in retrospect what led up to the twist. What happens when you have a twist that came out of absolutely nowhere and there are no clues leading up to it is that your reader starts to feel cheated. They start to feel like you just didn't play fair and they wonder, why did I even read everything leading up to this? It didn't lead to the twist. It didn't bring about what eventually happened. What was the point of all this? And you don't want your readers wondering what was the point of reading your book if you want them to go ahead and read any of your other books. So just keep in mind as you are framing your twists, how you want your reader to react to them, how you want them to view the twist, and how much you want them to love the entire book, not just the twist. I actually have one more thing about twists that I really want to talk about because it is one of the greatest twist writing stories I've ever heard. But I'm going to go ahead and save that for tomorrow so I can spend a good chunk of time on it. So until tomorrow, my friends, happy writing. <laughs>